Hey, it's Matt, and welcome to this Leadership Lessons Shorty podcast. Now, I've definitely stolen this idea from a business partner of mine, Rob Lawrence, and his podcast, Inspirational Creatives. Rob does this really nice thing where, after his main episode, he produces a short episode to go through some of the key highlights and learnings that he took from the podcast. So, innovate before you invent. I'm going to do the same thing. My objective with this shorty podcast is to demonstrate the connection between great leadership and the responsibility of content creators. Over the last 15 years, I've seen a strong link between great leadership traits and the success of content creators. So I'm going to share with you in this episode my key moments from the episode that went out last week. Let me know what you think. Hopefully this helps people that are short on time or people that just want a condensed version or maybe you just want to hear my impressions from the podcast. I'd love to hear your impression of these shorty episodes and whether they offer any value or insights to yourself. So let's get into it. In this leadership lesson, we are discussing father, mentor, educator, software developer and content creator, Jamie Taylor. Now, Jamie has one goal in mind with his content, and it is to help as many people as possible to practically learn how to be a developer. His .NET Core podcast has achieved over 400,000 downloads, and that was at the beginning of this year, so it must be higher now. Jamie started content creation in 2016 with blogs, but they escalated fast to 3,000-word essays along with source code attached every week. It became far too much. And on the suggestion of a friend, he started a podcast. And the rest, as they say, is history. Now, I love this interview with Jamie. He went into everything in such great detail. He was open, he was transparent, and he really shared his passion for helping people learn and develop. As with all of these leadership lessons, let's start by asking Jamie what he thinks a good leader is. So a good leader, I'm sure we've all seen this graphic online, right, uh, of the boss and the leader, right? Uh, a group of people pulling something, the boss is sitting on the chair for the thing that they are pulling. The leader is at the front of the queue pulling harder than everyone else, right? The way I see it is a leader is someone who wants to boost the skills and up the game of everyone else around them, right? So, I mean, I run a company, I have a number of employees, I want them to outshine me because it's not about me, it's about them. What can I do to help you to trust me more? What can I do to prove it to you? It's my job to do the actions which build up the trust. So what do I need to do to help you? That's what I think a great leader is, someone who can sort of step back and say, what do we need to do to make you fulfill all of your potential. Because that's what it's all about. It's about potential. That's what I see potential in everybody. And I'm like, can I help you with this? And if I can't, can I find someone who can? Pulling from the front, leading by example. It's all about developing trust for Jamie. And we'll hear this theme throughout the episode. It's about helping others fulfill their potential. And despite having such great download numbers, as mentioned at the top of the show, that's not what it's all about for Jamie. And he's even changed how he delivers his content to help people as best as possible. Right, I'm not doing it for the numbers. I'm doing it to get this information out, right? And that's, that, that's where I've sort of gotten to. And, and what I sometimes do as well is I do like live streaming of me writing code, which, 
when you say it sounds really boring. You're like, what? So someone's just going to watch you typing on the keyboard, writing some apps? What's that all about? But what, what a lot of people do, and what I do, is I put a camera in the corner. Most of the screen is the area that I'm typing in. And I'm talking out loud the talking through the process of writing the app. And then there's like a chat window. People can ask questions like, oh, why are you doing it this way? Right, let's just pause what I'm doing and we'll talk about what this is or like why I'm doing it this way. Or And I found it a great way to sort of get that information out there to these people who are either, they're either seasoned pros and have never, never seen this uh, thing before or to the brand new folks who come in and say, hey, where do I get started? Well, I'll tell you what, let's pretend I'm brand new to this. I'll go through this journey with you and let's see if we could together can figure out how to get started. And like all great leaders and great teachers, Jamie makes himself accessible through his content. To support his podcast, he does live streams that show his coding and he answers questions in the moment. And he's incredibly empathetic. He's thinking about the listener and the viewer. What do they need to know? How can he disseminate the information as easily as possible? I asked Jamie where this passion for helping people came from. When you're teaching someone, when you're making knowledge happen to them, that's what my friend Zach says, not imparting knowledge on them, making knowledge happen to them. When they go, oh, wow, and they just get Those it. Those eureka moments. Yeah, right? And it just, it, it gives me a buzz just to hear someone go, I didn't understand it before, I get it now. And it's, not, it's nothing to do with me. It's all about how they've internalized it. I've sort of supported them, but they've done the hard work of figuring it out. And that eureka moment just gives me a buzz. And that buzz of helping people learn and supporting people in their development is combined perfectly with Jamie's early years of experience. He knows what it's like to start in the industry. He knows what it's like to not know who to go to for help. And he's all about giving people the opportunity to ask questions, no matter who they are. People like to joke that... um Developers are either introverts, rather extreme introverts or extreme extroverts. And a lot of the people that I've met on my journey have been introverts. And so being in a room full of people and feeling like you don't know what they're talking about and being an introvert and all of that adds up to you not wanting to ask. When you're right at the beginning of your development journey, you may not understand the conversation. You may not be brave enough to say, actually, what is that? And so I'll go over to people and I'll be like, hey, you know, let's talk about this. You know, if you're not happy saying it to the group, totally come over and talk to me. That's not a problem. And you can see this in Jamie's content. He breaks it down and he makes everything as accessible as possible. He's more than happy to say, I don't know the answer to this. Let's go and find the answer together. He doesn't just leave people alone. He follows through with them and he supports them as best as possible. And that goes about his mantra as well. It's not about download numbers. It's about one thing. Somebody learning something at the end of the episode. That, that's all I care about. Um, you know, I mentioned the numbers earlier on just to get that part of the conversation out of the way. Because, you know, invariably, if you get a bunch of podcasters together, for, for listeners who maybe aren't podcasters at the moment, there's this almost sometimes when you get a bunch of podcasters together they start to sort of brag about oh well you know i've had this person on the show or or i've had that person or success to me is not the download numbers success to me is not sponsorships or anything like that it's somebody learning something and going away and their life being changed even if it's in that tiny way of going oh i know what blazer is now or oh i know that dot net is now cross-platform 
whereas it used to be Windows or, hey, I know what .NET is, you know? Just those tiny little things, that's success to me. Someone could take something from that. Such a great definition of success. And I think it's imperative for podcasters to keep this in mind. You can't focus on just downloads. You can't dream to make the big business out of it if you don't have your fundamentals right. Jamie wants to help people. And that is what shapes his podcast. That is what shapes all of his content. He wants to help people. It even influences how he engages with guests. They have to know that we're here to help the listener. In the the very early versions of the notes that I used to send over, it used to be, I represent the audience and I'm going to ask the silly questions because we're going to pretend that I don't know right? And that's my goal. And he keeps this in mind with all of his guests as well. They can't come on and hard sell. He gets pitched all the time from people that have got innovative software and development tools. But Jamie's very clear that they are there to help the listener, not to sell. I want it to be 90% content. I don't want it to be 100% an ad for your thing, right? Um, So for instance, there was a, a company who wanted to come on and talk about, oh, we can make your code more secure and less bug prone. And I was like, okay, you could do that, but you've got five minutes to do that. I want the rest of the episode to be about what does bug prone code look like and how do people get around that, right? You could talk about your thing for five, 10 minutes, but most of it is going to be, let's talk about how to write good code or code that doesn't have bugs or whatever. Jamie shares a real awareness for everyone that he collaborates with. Not just thinking about the listeners and the educational standpoint, but he also shows consideration for the guests themselves. And this comes in two forms. One, he wants to make the show as easy as possible to be on. He wants people to say yes so they can share their knowledge with the world. And secondly, he gives all of his guests the safety net of getting the opportunity to review the podcast before it goes out. Jamie shared this workflow. I then send that over to the person and I'm like, look, right... On the off chance, and it's only because, on the off chance, if you've said something you're not allowed to say, I won't know. So can you have a listen to it? Just give me a bunch of timestamps. You don't even have to say what it is, just a bunch of timestamps, just in case you've said something that puts you like, that voids an NDA that you're working on, or you've mentioned a client, or you've mentioned like something that's coming up you're not sure about. So then they can, they then have a whole two week block of getting a chance to listen to it or passing it on to legal if they work for a big company, that kind of thing. And then getting clearance for what they've said. If at that point there's no edits, fantastic. I'll tell the editor, right, it's ready, but the intro and outro are on it properly. Give me an MP3, we're good to go. If they don't, if they say, right, here's a bunch of edits need to be done, not a problem. I'll, I'll give those to the editor. They can make a make an edit, but they only have that one chance, right? They've, you've got this one block of, because otherwise we'll go back and forth forever and we'll never release it, right? <laughs> and that's so important with these situations. You need to set clear timelines and agree when the deadline is and what your actions will be beyond the deadline. In Jamie's case, he's going to publish the episode if he doesn't hear back from you. But if you do get in touch, he's more than happy to change it. And this is what I liked about Jamie. He has a very people-first approach to everything. He appreciates you coming on the show. He appreciates what you've shared. And actually, this is reflected in Jamie's style of promoting his podcast as well. He's not out there with a hard sell. There isn't a social media campaign running every episode. In fact, he hasn't even got his own face on the artwork. He has an avatar. He's really about what the content holds and what the guest has shared. It's a value-first proposition all the time with Jamie. He shared a story of how he organically promotes his podcast. And in this example, it was about the Discworld video games. 
when the games come up on the Discworld subreddit, I'm like, I'll jump in and talk about what I love about the games. And then at the end, at the end of the post, I'll say, also, if folks are interested, I interviewed the guy who made them and leave it at that. I don't link to it. I just say, here's a bunch of value. And if you're interested, I can link to it. And then invariably, I get people jumping in saying, hey, that would be awesome. Can you link to it? And then I'll like I'll go back later, maybe a, a couple of days later, and edit and say, you know, here's an edit from the future. A bunch of people were interested in seeing this. Here's the link, right? Because you're not self-promoting. All your ninety percent of what you've done is here is some value. Here is loads of value, loads of value, loads of value, which is what people want. And then also, if you're interested, here's a thing, right? Because you can just shotgun blast out to the world. Here is a link to my thing. Here is an image. But you're not providing value, you're just providing a link and an image. But the great guy that Jamie is, he's not just sharing his content. He wants to be seen as someone that is valuable, that he shares valuable content. He wants that acknowledgement and respect from the people around him that what Jamie shares is in the interest of them. So a big part of what Jamie does on social media is actually sharing other people's content. So when he finds something he likes, he immediately jumps on his channels. They had an episode about this particular technique and I was like this is really good I'm listening to it now get the link jump onto Twitter I've just heard this great episode of this podcast and here are my key takeaways from it right so again I, I'm not about I'm not spamming with links I'm like here are the, here is me trying to provide value and that's all I care about I want to provide value there are people who reach out to me and say is it worth me trying out this technology is it worth trying this is it worth trying that and I'm like do you know what it might be. Let's have a look. And so I will, I will like, I'll provide my opinion that I hope provides value. I mean, it's my opinion, right? It's probably worth nothing. But, you know, I will say, look, in my opinion, here are the pros, here are the cons. And that's what makes this approach so powerful. Jamie isn't just spamming and sharing other people's content for the pseudo credibility. He's actually getting involved. He's watching the videos. He's listening to the podcast. He's reading the articles. And he's sharing his key takeaways with his audience. Yet again, demonstrating that mentor and educator. He wants to disseminate the knowledge and share it with his audience. And if they want more information and he doesn't know, he's more than willing to jump in and learn with them. And that's a big part of Jamie's personality, the desire to keep learning. He knows it's important to maintain that development. In development, the second that you stop learning, you're already two weeks behind. And I don't mean learning something on an incredibly deeply technical level. Just knowing that something exists counts as learning. Because then you can go to someone and say, so I've heard about this thing. I haven't tried it, but I think it'll help us build whatever we're building. Or I've heard about this thing. Have you tried it? Brilliant. Tell me all about it, right? And that's the thing about great leaders. They know that they need to continue to learn to lead better and more effectively. And with that in mind, I asked Jamie what advice he would give to a new content creator. So I would never say don't do it. I would say take a look at, like, try and find out exactly how much work it's going to be. Because a lot of people see the Joe Rogans, they see the Mr. Beards, they see these huge content creators and go, but I can make a million dollars and stick it in my ears and go all day. But actually, what you don't realize is there's a, it's a huge machine. So don't get trapped in this idea of I can make loads of money overnight because you're kind of not going to and I'm sorry to burst the bubble unless you have a big team behind you or um or you are incredibly niche like if you create a podcast where it's me and my mates having loads of fun and talking about stuff right who's who, who's listening to it what's your why and who is your who 
Get those two sorted first. Then look at how much effort it's going to take to actually do it. And then really sit down and have a frank discussion about your own bandwidth. And I don't mean internet bandwidth, the amount of time that you can dedicate to it out of your own physical time. You know, if you have kids, it might not be the best thing to do. If you have uh, people who are dependent on you, might not be the best thing to do. It could be something you could do in your own time to sort of give you that hobby, that outlet, that creative outlet. But then be really frank and honest with yourself. If you're going to release an, a sh an episode of a show once every month, can you, and it sounds really easy, but can you dedicate a number of hours to producing that show every month? And if you can't, then, you know, maybe it's not for you, you know? I, I hate to say it like that, but maybe it isn't. And I think that's the truth. A lot of people get excited about the idea of becoming a YouTube superstar or a podcasting legend and that the big sponsorship deals will roll in and you just got to sit back and just make your content. But that's not how it works. It is hard work. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. The why and for who. Get those right, then, then you have a good chance of making it. And to support that, Jamie's advice is to be really honest with yourself. How much time do you have? Set yourself up for success. Start small and grow. You never want to just go out all guns blazing, think you could do a daily podcast and then burn out after 14 days never to come back. No one wants that. Take your time, ease into it. I learned a lot from this episode with Jamie. I love his approach to helping people and I love how he focuses in on that result of learning one thing every time he produces a piece of content. I think that's a great mission to have. And like we do with all these episodes, I'm going to wrap up by sharing with you the three values that Jamie wants his content to be known for. The first answer he gave was being honest. He does it with his live streams, he uses a remarkable tablet, and he shows his working, he shows his notes, he shows his mistakes, and people can learn with him at the same pace. Next, he said clarity. He wants to get to the point quickly. He wants to be effective for time and make sure that everyone gets the best out of his content. And finally, respect. He wants to respect the guests, the guests' time, the guests' knowledge, but he also wants to respect the listeners. He's very, very empathetic about both sides of content creation, the audience and the collaborators. I hope that this episode has inspired you to go out to share your expertise and your knowledge. And that is it for this Shorty Leadership Lesson episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have enjoyed it, please let me know. Give me a DM on Instagram. That's the best place to find me. Uh, if you didn't enjoy it, let me know on Instagram, cult.media, K-U-L-T dot media. Thanks for listening and be good. <laughs>